Hi. In the last message, I made the point that I think all of us men want to be the real deal. And being the real deal as a Christian means that when people look at us, they see someone who looks like Christ. Now, I don't mean you go around dressed in a robe, wearing sandals, have a beard. What I mean is that people see in you the character of Jesus. As the power of the Holy Spirit works in your life, you and I should steadily be growing more and more like Jesus. And people should be able to see the difference that he's making in our lives. The posh word for this is sanctification. But the Apostle Paul called this process and its results the fruit of the Spirit. It's what the Holy Spirit wants to develop in those who have given their lives to Jesus as their Saviour. Those who believe that he died for them on the cross instead of them, to bear the punishment that they deserved, and who ask him to come into their lives. And Paul says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. The first characteristic of someone who truly follows Jesus, Paul says, is that he demonstrates love, both for God and also for other people. And Jesus said, these are the greatest commandments. In Wales, we've recently had Dydd Santis Dwynwen, the day when we remember the patron saint of Welsh lovers. And of course, there's also Valentine's Day, when we know that the cost of red roses shoots up overnight. But the kind of love Paul is writing about here is more than the kind of romantic love we hear about in songs on the car radio every day. You know the type, boy falls for girl, girl falls for boy, they get together, get married, maybe, and live happily ever after. No, the love that Paul says is the fruit of the Spirit is not based on just our emotions, our physical feelings for somebody that can so often come and go, and so often when those feelings pass, leave a real mess in their wake. The word that Paul uses to describe this love is the Greek word agape. This love is the sort of love that Jesus Christ displayed when he died on the cross for us, who were his enemies, so that we could be made right with God. This love does not come easy. It is selfless. It is sacrificial. It is unconditional. It is a love of choice, not out of attraction or obligation. It's not because someone deserves it, and often they don't. It is given because of the character of the person giving it. Just as God is love, so the person who follows Jesus should be characterised by love. The word love is thrown about and used in many types of ways. But the Apostle Paul beautifully describes what this love really means in his first letter to the Christ Christians living in Corinth. It's a passage often read in weddings to help husbands and wives think about how they should love each other. But it's actually the love that the followers of Jesus should display in their lives, not just to their spouses, but to everyone that they meet. Let me read them. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonour others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Now that's a very high standard. 
But that's the kind of love Jesus demonstrated. And that's the kind of love the Holy Spirit wants to grow in our lives as his followers. And that's how people will know that we are his disciples. Paul says that we can appear to be the greatest Christians who ever lived. We can put out the best podcasts. We can lead wonderful worship in church. We can give wonderful sermons. But if we don't have love, we are actually nothing. And just as apples and other fruits are produced from seed, so the seed of the fruit of the Spirit is planted within us when we are born again, when we give our lives to Jesus. But we know, as in the natural world, how that all seeds do not develop into beautiful trees that produce beautiful, juicy fruit. The seed has to be nurtured. It has to be looked after to fulfil its purpose. And in a sense, our hearts are like a farm that the Holy Spirit wants to grow his fruit in. And we have a role to play in making sure that the seed is able to go on producing this fruit. And it's not automatic. It will take time. It will take effort. We know by looking at how Jesus loved, by reading the Bible, learning what agape looks like, the type of men that God wants you and me to become. That, if you like, is the theory. We know it in our head. We've read it. We've seen it. But we need the practice. I remember when I was training to be a teacher. Probably the most important part of the of the training was when we went out on teaching practice. And we actually had to put the theory into practice. And that's the way Jesus taught. So what God does is to put us into situations where we need to use and demonstrate these fruits. That's how we really learn. That's how we really mature. In a letter that James wrote in the Bible, he says these words, Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that, know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colours. So, don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work in us so that we can become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. You see, the truth is that the, the way that God wants to develop these qualities can only be developed through the trials, through the difficulties that we pass through. So that's why God allows us to go through things. It's to train us so that we can come out the other side mature and sweet. So let me ask you, what difficult times are you going through? Is it difficult at home with your wife, your partner? Are things difficult between you and your children, perhaps? Do you have a difficult boss or work colleague or an awkward neighbour, perhaps? Do you easily lose it when a driver cuts you up? As I said last week, the choice is yours about how you will respond in these circumstances. If you are a Christian and you've given your life to Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit living in you. But there's a battle always going on between the way the Holy Spirit wants you to respond and how your human nature, your flesh, wants you to act and that's always in a selfish way but God wants you to choose 
to walk the way of the Spirit, to choose love for others, even when you could act differently, and it would be very easily sometimes to act in a different way. Choose love. And the more often you choose the way of love, consciously, you choose the way of Jesus, when it would be much easier to choose the other way, and you might be within your rights to do so, the easier it will become. The more you do it, it'll, the easier it will become to do the same thing next time. It will become a habit. It will become your normal response in that sort of circumstance. Aristotle once said, apparently, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Your habits form your character. What you repeatedly do becomes your character. So let's make it a habit to love. Let's make it a goal to be characterised by our love for God and for other people. Let's make a real effort to ensure that when people leave our company, they are left with the sweet taste of love, that they have a smile on their faces when they think of us. Let's make sure that we are the real deal. Let me finish with the words of John, one of the closest friends of Jesus, but a man who a few years earlier seemed to have a bit of a temper because he and his brother James were nicknamed the Sons of Thunder. But he writes this, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Guys, let us be recognised and characterised by our love. And if you'd like to know more about living the Jesus way, the different way, you can contact me here at gareth.pope at cvm.org.uk. Thank you for listening.